So, you know, how do you get a 94% return rate on absentee ballots if you're not ballot harvesting? I'm Jen O'Brien. And I'm Bill Fian. Welcome to another edition of Fact Check. Fact Check is your only dependable source of state and local news from a conservative perspective. The Wisconsin Supreme Court has ruled that ballot drop boxes are illegal. This has liberal Democrats crying that Republicans are trying to stop people from voting. Republicans see the drop boxes as facilitating ballot harvesting. Conservative documentarian Dinesh D'Souza made a film, 2,000 Mules, which alleges massive ballot harvesting. Today's edition of Fact Check investigates allegations of ballot harvesting in Wisconsin. Bill, you've done some research. What did you find? Well, I began looking into this immediately after the November 2020 election because I was absolutely stunned that Dan Kapanke did not win his race for the Wisconsin State Senate. So I called the data director at the Republican Party of Wisconsin, and we started to dive into some numbers. And one of the numbers uh, that was really significant was the increase in absentee ballots that were mailed out in the city of La Crosse. So when we look at 2016, uh, over 8,000 ballots mailed out. That number jumped to 17,000 in 2020. So an increase of 9,000 ballots. And the return rate on those absentee ballots was mind-boggling, 94%. I think you could offer to mail people a free $20 bill and not get a 94% return rate. So, you know, that number is suspicious, right? The the increase in absentee ballots translated into an increase of over 6,000 Democrat votes in the city of La Crosse, and Dan Kapanke only lost by 589 votes. So I had been hearing reports of ballot harvesting in the weeks leading up to the election, and that seems like a possible explanation for how we got to a 94% return rate in the city of La Crosse. Are you saying that it all looks suspicious? Yeah, 94% rate of return is highly suspicious. All turnout for the county was 89.5%, and so that means that's including the city. Voters who lived outside the city of La Crosse voted, say, maybe at around an 80% turnout rate. So, yeah, there was a huge discrepancy. And the other thing that was interesting is this huge increase in Democrat votes uh, was also found in Eau Claire and Stevens Point, where there was an increase of over 5,000 Democrat votes in those two cities. And that cost Derek Van Orden a seat in Congress because he lost by about 10,000 votes And that's an increase of 16,000 Democrat votes in those three largest cities in the 3rd Congressional District. I have not seen the movie, but I know a lot of people have talked about 2,000 mules. Well, I I wanted to do some, some research into this documentary. And essentially what the documentary is it was pointing out is that they got cell phone data, uh, over 2 trillion points of data, and then they paid a company to analyze that data. And so what they tell is a story of how uh, tracking cell phone data, they had all of these uh, signals that were uh, close to ballot drop boxes and also close to nonprofit organizations that were focused on turning out, uh, let's just say it, Democrat votes. One of the sources that I looked at that was critical of the data in 2000 Mules Uh, One of the things they pointed out was that GPS technology is not very good at tracking cell phones. 
an iPhone GPS signal is only accurate within about 23 to 43 feet. So what they're saying is there's no direct evidence that these people were actually at those drop boxes. They might have been there for other reasons. Still, it seems very questionable. It's hard to understand how people could be going to multiple drop boxes and and that there could be this huge number of people that would would be doing that but but it kind of illustrates the problem with trying to prove any of these things which is intuitively you can look at it and you might say well yeah something's wrong here but to actually be able to provide uh, the evidence that would get people charged that doesn't seem to have happened anywhere that I could find. The La Crosse Tribune ran a headline on Monday, July 18th that read, No Major Dropbox Problems. So we can conclude that there were no problems? Yeah, the story was written by the Associated Press, and they generally... They um, don't have an agenda at all. <laughs> yeah. uh, a lot of people would say, conservative people would say, that they they are basically a mouthpiece for the Democrat Party. But the story, what it alleges is that D'Souza's documentary used flawed analysis of cell phone location data. We, we kind of just talked about that. And there was, they also said that the Dropbox surveillance footage, um, you know, they cast doubt on that. So it seems to me, though, you, you cannot prove that there was fraud. It, it, as I just said, it's extremely difficult to get the level of evidence that you can take into a court of law to charge people. And that, that's what happened in Georgia, which is what... Um, most of this factcheck.org article um, covered. An analogy might be gerrymandering. We talked about this a little bit before. It feels like gerrymandering is legal, right? Right. It does favor a particular party, but it's technically legal. These ballot boxes are technically legal, but does it favor a particular percentage when the ballot boxes are most readily available in urban centers, which are predominantly... Yeah, but they're not legal. That's what the Wisconsin right. Supreme Court right. just said in Wisconsin. But the- they were. So that that's my point. It's difficult to say uh, conclusively that there was any kind of fraud or... I mean, it's sus, absolutely. Well, even, even, if there were, <laughs> even if we could say that the use of the drop boxes was illegal, legal there were legal ballots that were put into those drop boxes so you can't just disallow you know because there was ballot harvesting doesn't mean that all the votes that went into the drop box were illegal ballots and there's no way to separate the two out, right, right? so you'd be throwing the baby out with the bathwater. so yeah. is there evidence of ballot harvesting i haven't seen the hard evidence i i think that we've kind of come about as close as we can to this which is to say that um, there's a lot of suspicious uh, information available. So, you know, how do you get a 94% return rate on absentee ballots if you're not ballot harvesting? Um, that seems highly suspect to me. So uh, the one thing that I think that we can say is that the use of ballot drop boxes is absolutely necessary if you're going to ballot harvest. And so we have a pretty high standard in Wisconsin. We require the person who's voting, the elector, to either give their ballot to the city clerk or to deposit into a mailbox. We don't even allow family members to to handle ballots for other family members in Wisconsin. So 
I don't think we'll be able to conclusively say that there was ballot harvesting in Wisconsin, but there's certainly um, enough evidence that that it it makes us suspicious, right? Do you believe that the election results in Wisconsin were affected? Yeah, I think that we we have to conclude that they were affected, and it, it draws a question about uh, equal protection. So was the election in Wisconsin equally administered across the state? And no. It's, it's really clear that right. it wasn't because well, we can see just in the numbers here in La Crosse County that people that lived in the city of La Crosse voted at a much higher rate of registered voters than people outside the city of La Crosse. That was true across the state. And then the other aspect of this is the Zuckerbucks, the the money that Facebook's Mark Zuckerberg gave to those five Wisconsin cities to you know help with their elections. Well, those were essentially Democrat get out the vote campaigns. When when you only invest that money in large Democrat cities, of course you're increasing the Democrat vote because those cities are typically over eighty percent Democrat voters. So is that legal? It is it is legal right now because it's it's something that was unprecedented in Wisconsin or anywhere else. Who who could have envisioned that some private organization would come in and fund election uh, operations? You know that just wasn't something that people ever thought would happen. It's never happened before. Of course, the state legislature has written a law that would make that illegal in the future, and Governor Evers has predictably vetoed it. So I think that what we can say is that, at the very least, this election was not administered equally across the state. If you lived in an urban center, those people voted at a much higher rate than people that lived in rural parts of the state. And how do you remedy that? I mean, that's uh, that seems to me to, to be a, a serious question that we should ask about this. And one last thing I think people need to remember is that Republican candidates for Congress and Republican candidates for the state assembly, both, when you combine all the votes, got 30,000 more votes than Joe Biden. So in spite of all these irregularities, what we can conclude is that Republicans can still win statewide elections in Wisconsin as much as people may not want to hear it. Donald Trump trailed those congressional candidates and assembly candidates by more than 50,000 votes. And ultimately, that is what cost him winning the state of Wisconsin. Doesn't change the fact that there were a lot of irregularities in this election. And I think we can conclude that ballot drop boxes facilitate ballot harvesting and they should remain illegal. All right, we'd love to know what you think about the ballot drop boxes. Join us on our Facebook group, Fact Check Wisdom with Bill Fian. I'm Jen O'Brien. And I'm Bill Fian. And this was another episode of Fact Check. Thanks for listening.